I'm most proud of the fact that I my what I'm doing has brought so many people together. So like what I enjoy, like I tell my friends all the time, my friends are very important to me. Um, my family is too, but my friends are my family. Um, I've had, I've been, I've battled mental illness, I battled self-care, I battled suicidal thoughts, like I battled all those things and I will always say like my friends, they're the reason why I'm here. Hey guys, what's good? Welcome to the Co-Sign Life. If you're watching this video, that means you co-sign us and we co-sign you. So here are a couple of ways to support us at Co-Sign Magazine. Number one, view the description below, click the link and purchase an issue of Co-Sign Magazine. It's like this, this one right here, physical, you can purchase this. Number two, you can also support us by purchasing Cosign merch. Hit the link below and it'll take you to all our past merch items and we'd love to have your support and see you wear Cosign Magazine. episode of Cosign Conversations and this time we got Taylor Nicole, owner designer of Taylor Nicole. This is my friend. She's a model, designer, creative director, creative artist, style, whatever you want to call it. She does creative. it all. <laughs> she does it all. How are you doing today? I'm good. I'm good. Man, I'm this, happy to be here. Yes, this interview is long overdue. You've been doing yes, so many great things. Yes. I've known you for a while, so I'm glad we're finally here today. Perfect timing. Perfect timing. So I want to start off with it's kind of a cliche question, but it allows people who may not be familiar with you to kind of get to know you. So if anybody had to ask, who is Taylor Nicole, what would you say? Uh, Taylor Nicole is a creative artist that just wants to bring joy to the world with her creative art. That's amazing. So how did you actually get your start, or when did you know that you were a creative? Um, I think my last year, like senior year of high school, because okay. um, I was in fashion design, that's when mm -hmm. I knew like, I want to do something creative. I want to do something with design. And it just like took off from there okay. with modeling and uh, influencing, painting, and then obviously right. now with earrings and stuff. So yeah, I've known for a while. Right. And you went to college, right? I went to Art Institute, okay. didn't finish. <laughs> I ain't finished school Too either. expensive. <laughs> um, but yeah, I went to Art Institute and I learned what I needed to learn. And okay. then I took that and continued gotcha. this journey. So what would you say that you took from that that you brought with you? Um, Two, two things, bad and good. Good was like I first met a lot of my friends that I'm best friends with today. I took a lot of friendships from that. Um, me growing up in high school thinking I was kind of like a weirdo. Right. Finding like artistic friends actually get me was really great. Um, and then I think learning how the school system kind of wants to put you in some type of box. Like right. I wanted to create different things like, oh, well, this is the rules of the book. This is how you're supposed to do fashion instead right. of like you can do it however way you want. And I learned like, you know what? I can take this and do it my own way. Gotcha. So that's actually a great point, because um, being in Texas, that specifically, there's a lot of creatives out here. But when you look at a city like New York, or L.A., mm -hmm. it's just it's like the norm there, which is yeah. not really here. So what would you say to somebody who's one like to follow your path and being creative and express themselves, but they don't want to be considered different or weird? Um, I would say like, don't be scared, just be yourself. And if some people, like people that you're around in that moment aren't really getting it, find other outlets, find other people right. um, and start getting into groups that actually love photography, I love modeling, I love painting. Um, because if you don't, like just me being from the South, I kind of 
start to fall into places of just being, in a way, normal, which normal isn't bad, but for me, just kind of not myself, not right. expressing myself the right way. So I would just tell people, don't be scared and like find your crowd so you can like grow bigger right. in your cre creative like space. That's amazing. So what would you say is like the first thing you jumped into? Because you do so much. What was like the first, I guess, thing that people gravitated for? Was it modeling, styling, I feel designing? Like, I feel like the, the designing was the first thing, but I think everything popped off when I started modeling, went to South by Southwest like okay. years ago. And I remember I got on like hype beats and like uh, all these other pictures, like people started taking pictures of me at, in yeah. Austin. And I was like, Oh, and yeah. then came home literally the next day and shaved my head and was like, okay, I'm going like, to invest in this modeling thing. Oh, wow. So, yeah, modeling was, like, I think what people, like, know me for at first. And then that was that's cool, but, mm -hmm. like, I'm more than that. So I'm glad that now I'm at a point where I can model but also show, like, I'm creative, I'm art artistic. There's mm -hmm. more to me than just, like, modeling people's brands and right. things. Yeah. So when you went to South by Southwest, this was just y'all just doing pop-up shoots everywhere? Yeah, so I went down there because like at the time I was fashion design, so I was going out there, I like to design artists because artists want something different, right, you right. know, like I'm like, okay, I can't just design for the average like Southern guy that just wants to match, match, match. Like, right. So I went out there scouting for artists to style and then obviously my style had blue braids at the time, it was just a lot going on <laughs> and people started taking pictures of me and I'm like, oh, this is... This is cool. Yeah. And so yeah, I just kind of end up being that way, and I, I, I'll say in a way I like that attention because I've never got that attention mm -hmm. for me just being myself. Right. So that was cool, and I was like, oh, people like this, and I, then you tell me I could be an influencer and I can make money off of like me, like. Yeah. You spoke about shaving your hair. I feel like that's like invigorating for women. Yes. What made you want to do that? Um, so for me, shaving my head because I've done it so many times to at this point, it's just kind of like a refresh. So from that first moment I did it was just like shaving that layer of any insecurities anything and mm -hmm. just like living in my truth of like this is you right. um nothing i feel like with my hair like back in the day was like in a way be, being insecure about things it kind of made me hide behind it like you see my hair before you see me or right. like anything that i'm insecure about and with without that it was like a shed of like this is me um and then like i said modeling for me was it was fun, but it also was me discovering my confidence, like learning to look at photos of myself, learning to like love myself, learning to like be, look at myself in the mirror and feel beautiful. So that was just like a transcending like moment for me to just really just shed all of that fakeness in a way of like hiding and right. just saying like, yeah, this is what you get. Like right. I'm bald. Yeah, and you pull it off. Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now like I really I can go back. I've done so many hairstyles, and I can go back to braids. I can go back to all this, but I truly feel like. Most like the most beautiful when I like don't have hair or like mm. very short like I that's just where I'm at. That's amazing. Yeah. So uh, I know I know you personally. So we know that you've been to New York. You travel a lot, mm -hmm. but you used to live in New York. Like, what made you choose New York specifically? Cause it's just been a dream. Like <laughs> New York is like I like. I know some people say like people from New York are like mean or aggressive, but right. that's kind of like my attitude. I yeah. just like straightforward, blunt over L. A. Even right. though like I love L. A. I have friends in L. A. LA, but a I just feel like L. A. Is just a little. That's just not my journey yet, but New right, York right. was just like my very first, like I need to go out there fashion-wise, grungy. Like I really feel like I, I know a lot of people out there that mm -hmm. like truly can be themselves. And I was just like, my friends was out there. It was just like a perfect opportunity. Right. But yeah, it's always been a dream to go. So it was definitely like in that moment when I was here, I was just like at my wits end. I was at my right. lowest point and I was just like, I'm ready to do something for myself. And for that's sure. something I've always dreamed about doing and I did it. So. Nah, that's amazing. And what's great about your story is you remind me of my friend, um, his name is Mike. He's a mm -hmm. photographer, videographer, 
producer, artist. Like he does so many things, but the great thing is that he does it all well, mm -hmm. like you. So with you being known for modeling and being on these huge publications, and then now you've had a lot of recent success with you with your earrings. Mm -hmm. um, it's just crazy to have to your story. But before we get deep into like the earrings, who was like the first person or brand that really co-signed you that meant the most that that really remembered why you started and kind of helped you along your journey? Mm. Um, as far as like the earrings or just in general? I'll say in general and then we can talk about the earrings. Um, I feel like it's just been a little bit of everyone. And right. I, I don't really like to say like one, oh, this person, I feel like my life leading up to where it is now, just anybody that really came into my life, whether we're just, we talk now or not, like have showed me some some part of like growth with myself and so I can say like princess I can say okay. you I can say my friends I can say uh urban outfitters like right. everyone that I've came encounter with has pre prepared me whether it's negative or good right. for like where I'm at now so I really don't have like a pinpoint of like you know that's where I'm gonna start like gotcha. you told me like yeah I don't really have that per se I will say um one re one thing that made me like say okay i'm i can do this and i can work hard was when i was on salon set i will say that oh, wow. um she when she shot out here okay um i randomly ended up at the shoot i randomly ended up like in a in the spot with her in the in her little trailer with her and just seeing that she's salon she can right. have it's cold she could have anybody out there. She could be in the, the, the trailer the whole time and seeing her out there working and instructing and being, she's the artist, but she's actually constru yeah. constructing her, her video and stuff was like very empower, like empowering. Like I was like, wow, like I'm not just, oh, starstruck at salons. I'm right. like analyzing every movement that she made and every, like how she talked to people, how she treated people. Right. And that really was like an eye opener of like, I can be my own boss right. and talk to, treat people well and be creative and still be the star in a right. way, so yeah. And how'd that come about, like? Oh, I was, I had a photo shoot that day and um, the stylist that was gonna style me for that shoot, she ended up calling me canceling. I snatched my eyelashes off, I was about to go back to bed. She was <laughs> like, they need extras. Okay. Um, so just wear all black, I got up fast, went to the, I think she shot at the, um, what do you call it? Like kind of by the library, the, Town Hall. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Um, so went up there. So I was like dressed in the extra stuff. Uh, I remember getting my makeup done and this man walked by and he like stopped and looked at me and he was like texting. He was like, actually, she needs to be in like this dress. So I'm like, oh, okay. Not knowing Solange is there because no. I, I, I figure they shoot like B roll and stuff gotcha. like that, but the artist doesn't always have to be there. And so they changed me and she, he's talking about she. And I'm like, who is she? Like, talking about? <laughs> um, so it was me um, and like three other models, black girls, short hair. Um, and then we ended up getting in a, 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 a bus or whatever and going to like the set. And she, I remember she just came out, came out and I was just like, oh, wow. oh, like I was about to be sleep today. Like, <laughs> so whatever else goes on right now, like I'm very grateful. Like this is crazy. Who gets to just wake up and like meet their, like one of their idols. Right. Um, very sweet, like get them blankets. It's cold, hot. I think my hair was like blue at the time, like short, but like light blue. She was like, do you mind if I like shave your hair, uh, uh, spray your hair black with paint? I was like, you can shave it. <laughs> you I, and she laughed and stuff, but it was cool. And then I ended up having a moment where they were trying to see if something worked on me. I went to the trailer by myself with her and well, I opened the door and it was just her and her stylist. And I was just like, wow. Okay. Um, didn't end up being in the video. Oh, really? And didn't have, uh, that, that was cut, but me being a creative, I know how things like that work. Yeah, and I'm not 
one bit upset about it. Right, like right. I learned in that that moment of watching it, like I got to experience something that a lot exactly. of people don't get to experience. And it's just like, I know a lot of times this t day and age, everybody wants validation right. of like, I was in this, we did this, but I was like, I don't need to be validated for like my real life of like what happened. So exactly. that was really where I kind of was just like realizing a lot of things, like not everything has to be broadcasted, just live in the moment of things. Right. And yeah, that was, that was amazing. Yeah, it was one of those cases to where like the experience was actually worth more than the yeah, final product. Because you can't have phones on set. Like mm -hmm. they, they made sure we couldn't have a phone, we couldn't record. So it was just like you live in the moment right now. Yeah. And speaking of living in the moment, you told me earlier offline that, you know, you just up, moved to New York, didn't didn't know any of your roommates before you got there. Mm -hmm. Talk to us about that because for one, it's different to like move to a city, like you said, that was when your dream and spoke mm -hmm. to you. But with like no idea of how you're going to make it or what's going uh, on like yeah. talk to us about that i went through and I, i'll say that in a transparent way but i went through um a breakup i went through a breakup with a friend a close friend that i worked with and it was just a lot of stuff and i realized in those moments i've done a lot for a lot of people not right. saying i regret it but i've done a lot for a lot of people but what have i done for myself right and so when those two things like actually ended I was trying, I was talking about going to New York, but I postponed it because I was like, let me make sure everybody's good. Right. And then it just made me just like, let me just see if I can set this up. I was working at Urban Outfitters at the time. I got that job back and I was like, I can transfer? Yeah. Let's see how that works. Yeah. Like, trans <laughs> so I was like, okay, set, get that in motion. And then I was just like, yeah, I talked to my best friend and she was like, hey, you're not going to be able to roommate with me, but I know these people that, like, I know these people, I met them out here. Like, they're good people. You can stay with them. Oh, nice. Your plate, your room is only four hundred dollars. New oh, York, four hundred dollars. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Adding it up, and then I was just like, uh, I'm a minimalist, so I don't really have a lot of things anyway. Like everything I have is something that really matters to me. So right. packing it up, a suitcase full of clothes, full of like, I, I really packed more paint. It's so funny. <laughs> I packed more paint, artistic stuff, in clay than I did clothes because I was mm -hmm. just like, I can get clothes when I'm out there. Gotcha. And, I just jetted and I remember just getting there and the roommate was very sweet, very mm -hmm. like opening, welcoming, and it was just work, mm -hmm. Soho work and then just how things pan out, so to have a full schedule, end up getting there. That's the, one of the biggest stores in New York, like yeah. you've never seen the manager, like I probably met the manager like twice oh, wow. and not thinking I had my full schedule like when I was here in the South where I had like a full schedule, worked like six o'clock in the morning till three right. i thought i was gonna have that there and they were like no you pretty much gotta fight for shoes like oh, wow. on this app and so i'm like okay <laughs> so i'm different. out here thinking i'm gonna make the like at least 400 for me to stay and that's not really how it is so right. i would have to grind so with that just networking and meeting people i ended up working in a barbershop as well and then i had time but mind you i'm saying work 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 i never had time to do my earrings okay. so it was just like very Oh, okay, but I was out there. So yeah. it was like network, met so many people just in that like little amount of time. That yeah. really makes me realize like the universe calls you for re like reasons. And I have friendships that I would probably never had if oh, I yeah. never moved out there. So it was great. Nah, for sure. Well, let's, let's talk about these earrings now. <laughs> so when did you actually come up with the idea? When was your aha moment that you were like, I'm going to design earrings? I came up with the idea in 2019, okay. but I was here still. Mm -hmm. um, Started making them. My very first one, I don't have it, but it's the royalty, the blue one that Tracy okay. Ellis wore. Got it tattooed on me. Um, that was my very first design. And I was making it, but I was still working here. And okay. I was working for my friend and everything. And it just, just didn't pop off because I'm, I just was kind of insecure about it. But right. then kind of like, uh, do I have time to actually do it? Um, 
got laughed at. Oh, really? Guy like, you really gonna sell up by my ex? Like, just just people on your, just be careful who you surround yourself around. Right. But uh, got laughed at and stuff, so it kind of made me feel like a little insecure. Then I said, you know what, I'm gonna do it. Had a pop-up shop here before I moved to New York, before I even blew up. I had a secret, like, small pop-up shop at a gallery downtown. People came out. Some people that I know to today have my very first designs that are trash, like <laughs> ugly. Ugh. But like archives, like now I want to buy them back from right. them because they're like, I don't even have my very first exactly. pair. Like, yeah. So, um, but I was like, mm, and then probably like a month or like a couple months at, well, no, a month after I had that pop up, I ended up moving to New York. That's what's then I got distracted with that. And then quarantine. So quarantine happened. I was in quarantine for a month in New York, lockdown. Cause we locked down before Dallas did, and in oh, that yeah. time I was like, "Well, guess I can like start making earrings or like start painting and stuff again." Right. So kind of dabbed into it, but it really didn't like hit until I moved back home, which was a lot, a lot of pride to swallow. Like, was, what away. month was this? Um, I came back. Look, lockdown was like around February or March, April. So I came back like May. Okay, May. I say May. Yeah, and then I think so. Yeah, and then it was just like lockdown. And I just studied. I read this book called Launch Your Dreams for so it was like a day, uh, daily uh, daily book. So every every day you read it, it's like thirty days. Okay. Um, and by the end of the book, basically you have everything you've done. You have your business plan. Okay. And so I studied that for a month, and then I released my website officially on Memorial Day. That's and that's up. been a year now, a year and a half now. So yeah, up. but I really just was like, okay, I'm here. I don't want to be back here. Yeah. Like I, you know, I wanted my dream was to be in New York. I gotta kind of start from scratch. Like, let me actually do something that I can, not knowing it was gonna do this, gotcha. but my whole concept was like, people are at home, I want them to feel happy and beautiful in their house. I know everybody's working from home, right. and I wanna just share my art and make people feel a little bit happier during this like really bad time. Gotcha. But, but why, why would you say earrings out of anything? You can make I've always, so, fun fact, okay. back in 2015, yeah. maybe. 16. I had a, a jewelry line before. Okay. I love earrings. It's like, I just love it. I don't wear it really as in a gold chain, which I'm not making a gold chain. Like right. <laughs> earrings is like my accessory and it's especially with my short hair and stuff. It's just always been like, I love making a statement. I had a jewelry line back then and I was getting it from India, like okay. just really like intricate pieces, very unique pieces. And started, I've already did, done it before. A lot of people just don't know. Right. Like I've had it on Etsy. I, I sold all that stuff. Gotcha. I sold out, but it wasn't mine. And so that was like my concept. So when I found out about clay and taking the design concept, sewing was really hard for me. Okay. For men, like I just, it's just a lot. You yeah. gotta really know everybody's sizes. It was learning like, okay, I found this clay. I think I was on YouTube or something. And I was just like, I can make anything out of this. Mm. So for me, the clay and the earrings, it just gave me like a no limit. I can make anything. Gotcha. And so from there, I know people like ask, Oh, you're gonna do necklaces and stuff like it's earrings and it's home decor next, gotcha. and then it's furniture next, and then it's like <laughs> I'm on like yeah, my mom's an interior designer, so I've always been into like home decor and like lifestyle items and things okay. like that. So it was just like a a plain a blank canvas. It's okay. like I can make anything out of this. Gotcha. So how long does the process take to make a pair of earrings from start to finish? How long would you say it takes for like one earring mm -hmm. for like the royalty? Let's just say the royalty. Okay. Um, Probably like for me, I mean, you have to bake it. So it does get, okay. it needs heat to like get hard. So that's like at least 25 minutes, 30 minutes. So I'll say like an hour. Hour, okay. And at this point, are you like, what's your process? Are you doing multiple I, at one time? Multiple. Okay. Multiple. I kind of got like a process of how I just 
boom, 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 make, make all the cuts I need to make, mm -hmm. put the backs on, put in the oven, go back. I, I do a lot of extra steps than a lot of like regular polymer clay artists don't do. Gotcha. Um, another thing that I realized, because I'm not knowing, this is a different world, polymer clay, like earrings and stuff is like a whole community okay. of like crafters, like yeah. old lady crafters, like on Etsy and stuff. Like, But one thing I learned about that is they usually do cookie cutters. Uh, okay. They don't make their shapes. I organically make, make mine. And another thing I found out was uh, most people, like clay is sold in colors. I paint mine. Okay. A lot of people don't paint. So that's another step. Like I added steps mm. to my process, but it makes it for me more special in a way. Gotcha. Um, and then I found out like I'm probably a, like one of the only, not only, but it's not very few black women gotcha. polymer clay artists. And how'd you stumble upon that? Because you could have done any type of area. How'd you stumble on clay or did you already know about this? Um, I just, like I said, I just found, I just wanted to make something from scratch. The thing I was battling like from when I started my jewelry line a long time ago was metals and oh, yeah. like how to do that. Like, you know, just kind of like you can only like if you go, if you make metals, I have to go to the craft store and get yeah. a, a metal thing. Like, okay, somebody else could get that same thing. I'm really about originality. I want to create it from scratch. Like this is all me not using like, oh, let me get a dangle cross. And then, right. yeah, I want it to be very like original and just I like to get dirty. I'm an artist. So I like I yeah, like yeah. the clay in my hands. I like making just randomly just making something and like, oh, cool. This is this is cool. Like, so it was just very really don't know that day I discovered it mm. in a way. But like, I feel like once I did, it was a wrap, like, yeah. obviously. Yeah, for sure. And it's yeah. growing. So my question for you would be because, you know, in business, we want to make sure that, you know, we can meet our meet our demand, mm -hmm. but with you doing all your design and everything yourself, how do you plan, I guess, on scaling it to where, you know, it can grow and you can do like mass orders? Have you um, thought about that yet? I feel like I'm a little psycho because <laughs> I work day and night. Okay. So I'm not, I'm not, I know I've had that question before and I'm really, when it gets to that point, it'll get to that point, I'm not worried. Uh, no. I think officially I've had like 800, 860 customers, orders, Dang. and I've, them. fulfilled all, all of them yeah. um so i mean as far as that like yeah i think what i'm planning to do now like i have my earrings at the jewel hotel mm -hmm. and then i'm trying to get into some museums so i'm trying to broaden it where they have things so i'm making like a collected amount and you can get it from there so it's taking less stress off of gotcha. like me fulfilling it myself so right. trying to get into some doors but that's where it comes to like obviously my dream is building a team and right. having like that i don't really I don't know where I want. I don't really care for it to be a big company like, oh my God, like China. It's just boom, right. boom, boom, boom. I like that that touch of like people knowing I actually handmade it and like, you know, it's it's one of one. Each pair is one of one. I still like that, so I'm gonna try everywhere I can to keep that, keep that going. If mm -hmm. I just need help with, okay, y'all fulfill, you uh, pack it up and mail it. Yeah. I have friends when I have pop-ups that paint the earrings, but I'm gonna be the one that like makes it. Exactly. Until yeah. I find somebody that, yeah, like I can take on to teach them, but like that's, this is my baby and I can't exactly. really. Nah, I know how that feels. <laughs> so do you remember the first person who bought a pair of earrings? Uh, probably, I'm gonna shout her out, probably Dean. Okay. Do you know Dean? Dean's a model out here. Um, yeah, she. I went to her place the other day, uh, like the other day, and she has like my archives. Oh, for real. I'm gonna buy them back. For her. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, I would say her, but I mean, I could literally look at the list and see who was the very oh. first. I have everything That's very organized. Right. So let's list. Everybody likes these names, but she worked with a lot of amazing a lot of celebrities, 
brands, clients. So who would you? Who was the first? I guess well known person or brand. The first I know exactly who the first like celebrity yeah. person was. It was DJ Duffy. DJ Duffy. Mm-hmm. And how and how she stumbled upon upon. I saw her. Sh- so one thing about me, mm-hmm. I'm a sliding in people's DMs. Sliding in things. I don't <laughs> look at oh this person's like a celebrity and they yeah. might not if they don't answer me they don't answer me if they tell me no they tell me no but I'm going to ask right. and I'm not going to be annoying about it. I'm very chill I know how to talk to people right. um, but I know she knew who I was like she's known me right, known yeah, of yeah. me uh, so I messaged her and I was just like hey like if you have any earrings for shoots or anything like that just let me know and then she met Richie, uh, she reached back out to me and was like I actually have a shoot today and I'm not I don't play about that I'm gonna get it done yeah. so and then I like end up hurrying up got her some earrings went to her shoot uh, met her because I feel like we've known each other, but I haven't like actually like, right, right. met her for me. Like that's one thing I like being a designer versus a model is like you can be a model and people just more so look at you like, okay, you're a model versus like, no, I'm a designer. All like right. respect me. Like hi, yeah. like nice to meet you. Um, she loved them and she wore them for the shoot and that was like the very first like. Celebrity still to this day, I send her earrings like every yeah. now and then and she'll wear them. That's what's up. I want to stay on the celebrity thing, but before mm-hmm. that, you said something that kind of goes to another series we have called More Than a Model, right? But I want to talk about models. Why do you feel like people don't fully respect models or they only see them as like a prop or as, or as, a, as a beauty, I guess, like a beauty I feel like I feel like people, I don't know, I don't know, and it's so hard because I still think about this, like, I don't know if it's a Southern thing. Like, right. I don't know if it's just a South thing of like, just, I've seen a lot, I've been modeling for a long time, but I do feel like more appreciated when I was in New York right. as a model, like, Oh, this is your job. Right. Not right. like, no, you come in here, you get dressed, you put this on. Um, but I mean, it is what it is. A model, like I got a hanger tatted on me. A model, you're a hanger mm. for whatever you're promoting, you are. So it's just like I felt like as an artist, I do get more, or just it's more to me than right, just being exactly. a model, like a pretty yeah. face. Yeah. Like, you know? So, and I feel like I speak for a lot of models. Like, it's a lot of models are probably like, creative in different ways but like this is how they make their money this is what they enjoy doing too like we're more than that like at the end of the day modeling is a business right we are a business so yeah it's just i don't i feel like i didn't really get appreciated how i should have right but at the same time like i said i've never looked for validation of mm-hmm. like oh you're the best model I like i don't yeah i don't need that anyway because i know like you know what you yeah. <laughs> i know I'm, i know i'm good <laughs> i kill any shoe you can yeah. ask any photographer nah, you ain't fact. gotta ask me nothing like nah, nah, that's yeah real. that's real i appreciate that um back to the celebrity so from there it's been a zendaya. list of like let's go let's talk zendaya about zendaya was, so we, zendaya was next after dj duffy and how that like that was through a stylist or, or tell that tell so, that story fun fact so let me just say this now so a lot of i, I think i had an interview on live and a lady asked me she was like a clay uh she promotes clay so okay. I was like I need to get on live and like talk to people that actually want clay earrings right um and she was like yeah so you're at since you're a model you must be connected with all these magazines and stylists not at all okay now when I first started right. no and even now like I'm not oh I have their email or I have the address I'm just gonna send them stuff no it's you, I still wait for people to reach out to me so mm. all these things happen just word of mouth or they found me okay I didn't know anybody I wish, I mean, if I did, it probably would right. happen faster, but I didn't know anybody or anything. Um, so Zendaya did a cover to uh, to represent black uh, black artists, black designers. Mm-hmm. Um, her stylist reached out to me, which who's, who was styling her? Um, what's her stylist? Law. Okay. Uh, her, her, he, not he, did, he didn't, his assistant. 
uh, reached out to me. He was like, hey, we're pulling some earrings. Another fun fact about that, whenever somebody asks for earrings, it's not a promise that it's going to work. Like like the salon shoot. I was in the video right. shoot. I was there the whole day. But when we making cuts, final it's edits, you right. might not make it. So just me sending it, I never like to get my hopes up or, oh, it's, it's happy about, I'm happy about the opportunity. But you, it could be like, oh, it didn't work. Change it. Right. So sent those to her, sent a couple, and then didn't know, didn't hear nothing, didn't know, just mm. sent them. And then I think the styles ended up sending me back when it was like, our, when it actually dropped. And I was surprised. I was like, right. oh, so I love that moment. I like not knowing either because when it happens, yeah. it's just like, yeah. wow. So, yeah, she got, um, she did a feature with that. And then I think the next one literally was out partying with my friends, uh, went to Wa Waffle House in the morning. I'm at yeah. Waffle House with my friend. And I look and Tracy Ellis is on the latest commercial with my blue ones. That's so it's just like I, I love those moments because first it always happens when I need it. Right. Um, as far as being an artist, I'll talk about mental care and self like sure. self-care is like it's a lot of pressure, especially when you get one celebrity, you know, you're like, oh shit, like I need to keep it going. Yeah. Um, so it's a lot of stress under that. So when it happens just naturally, it's just like, you're where you at. Like just yeah. relax. Yeah, Tracy Ellis won twice. That's crazy. Tra uh Lays and then the Jimmy Kimball Live. You know, That's crazy. just like and that was through her stylist? That was through her stylist, Carla West. So it's funny because I knew who Carla West was. Like, I followed her from fashion design. Mm -hmm. She was on Project Runway and right. things like that. And so, um, obviously, her, she reached out to me uh, personally. And then from there, I talked to her assistant. And she's looked out for me because she didn't have to. She right. didn't tell me what it was going to be for. She just said, hey, can you send me some earrings? I didn't know it was going to be a commercial. I didn't know she was going to use the other pair for Jimmy Kimball. Like, that's the thing. Stylists are very thoughtful with that, too. I feel mm -hmm. like she's a very thoughtful stylist. Like, she actually wants to put, put on uh, right. underground artists and designers and stuff. So that was really cool. That's amazing. So at this point, do you, are, you, are you doing outreach still? Like, you still... So that last year was a year of blessings. I'll say that I wrote, I've literally wrote that down. Last year was a year of blessings of people coming to me. And now this year going on mm. to next year is going to be me putting my foot on the ground. Right. So me like doing research, me like sending out stylists to kids, to people. Exactly. Um, but also going back to where I started, because sometimes you can kind of lose yourself with the fame and like right. the celebrities is like, y'all are cool. But I really started this for everyday people to walk around not feeling so everyday. Right. Like, you know what I mean? So for people to feel like they're making a statement for people. So I just have to find a balance. A balance so that's why I've been doing pop-ups and things it. like that to show more love to, like, my my customers are shopping. Right. The celebrities not shopping. Nah, for sure. <laughs> you know, they're not buying yeah. it. So it's just like, yeah, just find a balance. So, yeah, this year, the rest of this year and next year is definitely me putting my foot on the ground, networking, emailing, and things like that. Because that all came to me and it was a blessing, but it's like how you keep it going yeah. is how you work. Nah, fast. And we're talking about pop-ups. We're not talking about small pop-ups. We're talking about, Big pop talking about Nordstrom's. Urban. <laughs> the Urban was my favorite pop-up. Yeah. Urban that was, Alphabet, yeah. The Jewel Hotel, downtown Dallas. Big pop-ups. Yeah, I actually brought my uh, my mom and my daughter to the one at at, uh, at Nordstrom. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, my mom was like, "Yo, this is crazy to see all these these young black people killing it." She liked how everybody was dressed. She like yeah. everybody's creative. They're wearing what they want to wear. I'm like, Man, this is this is the yeah. way. Like the uh, Urban Outfitters one, the Nordstrom one was obviously amazing because yeah. like what Nordstroms. But right. then the Urban Outfitters mm -hmm. was definitely. I think my favorite by far because I used to work there. Right. Yeah. So on and off, it was just like just seeing them show me love and like whatever you want. Like, oh, we're so proud of you. Like, these are my managers and like people yeah. I used to work with. And yeah, that was very like that was a very like full circle moment. Mm -hmm. 
That's yeah, amazing. That's and uh, I think one question people want to know because people have dreams, but they always talking about maybe they may not have the finances, right? So what's like a, a like how much did it take you to actually get this off the ground? When we're talking about mm. clay, paint, website. Yeah. Um, so I've had the website luckily okay. for years. So that was just like I just took all just my trained. modeling stuff yeah. off and just put it back on. Um, I would say I was blessed to have money coming in because mm-hmm. I wasn't working. Uh, unemployment. Yeah. Invested <laughs> a lot of Taylor Nicole. Yeah. The government. <laughs> Salute to the gave government. Gave me. <laughs> A lot. Um, and then, like, I don't know, my dad, my dad and my mom own their own business. My dad owns, like, a maid service. My mom owns the interior designer business. So I've grown up seeing that you got to, it takes money to make money. Right, right. So I wasn't scared to be on my last. For sure. To, it's going to come back. So, I mean, clay with everything is, it, it's pricey, but at the same time, like, I make it back. Yeah. I make, I, like I said, it depends, like we were talking about earlier of, like, New York can be expensive. LA can be expensive. I, it depends on how you, your lifestyle, like what right. you need. Like you I don't need a lot to survive. Like I learned that from being in New York, not having anything. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't need to get my nails done every week. Yeah. $60, $70. Like it's certain things I took back to put more into my business. Mm-hmm. And since I learned that, it's just been a, a good balance. Like every now and then, okay, cool. I'll get to buy a sneaker now. Like I never <laughs> used to get sneakers. So yeah. like things like that. But yeah, I just literally put my money in my business and that's from paying my models like I remember not getting paid like yeah. paying my models my friends take me somewhere I don't have a car out here because I was in New York um they taking me to my pop-up anything paying them for the day like mm-hmm. I I've learned to just give because at the end of the day it's going to come back and money is nothing to me right like right. I learned to not be attached to that as long as I can not work do what I love mm-hmm. money will come and go but I'm living free I'm literally living like free I can plan my day out yeah. I might not have nothing to do today like you know yeah. so no, see, see, for me, that's that's how I define success. Like yeah. living life on your own terms, mm-hmm. right? Um, answering to yourself. You could plan your day. Like if you want to jump up and do something tomorrow, you're able to. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Money is cool, but it's not like the end I'm all. I'm not stressed. I used to really stress so much, be depressed about it. Mm-hmm. Um, just stress over money, relationships. It was always a financial thing at the end of the day. And I've learned, like, like I said, from New York, woke me up. Yeah. Like you don't have a job, you'll rent four hundred dollars, which is nothing, and you don't need a lot of the stuff that you thought you needed mm-hmm. before. So it just made me like more grounded. Being a minimalist, we don't really take in a lot of things anyway. We don't consume a lot of things we don't need. When we when I buy something, it's gonna be quality where it's gonna last versus right. like something fast fashion. I don't really mess with fast fashion like that. Not like really. so it's just like, yeah, just find a balance of what I personally what I need, not want, and then Everything else is business and like just like, like free things like investing. If I see an influencer, I'm gonna give you an earring because you promote it. Like mm-hmm. I'm just learning like not everything is about the money side of it, but still like learning how to keep tracks, learning how to do my business taxes for the first time. Like I want yeah, to legit be legit. Like I don't want to move on to New York or somewhere else and not have a foundation. And that's why my first collection was called Foundation because I was like, right. this is the start of it. And we're gonna keep it going. That's awesome. Speaking on that business part, what like were your biggest lesson that you learned in business, right? Because as creators, we can be as creative as we want to, but if we want to be like legitimize our business, we have to learn that aspect too. So it was like one of the biggest things. You uh, discipline and just like keeping, being very organized, keeping track of like mm-hmm. that. So like when you say money, keeping track of like, okay, if I spend it, if I spent $200 on the studio for my business, okay, I can write that off. But right. in order you say, oh, you can write that off, write that off. Like 
you have to have that system of learning that. And that's For what sure. I had to learn. Thank God I have my dad that knows how to do that, runs his business. And I literally like took lessons and was willing to learn how to do it. Right. So, because at the end of the day, I can hire somebody to do it. But if I don't know how, how I know they're not cheating. Right, me. exactly. Like I've heard that so many times. So like I want to know like how to control it and know what's going on. Uh, so that's something I'm still struggling with, the balancing like mm -hmm. the business side because being a creative, it's very hard to like, I wanna, I just, all I wanna do is create. Like I don't wanna do none of the business side, but like you have to have gotcha. that. Even like emails, like thank God I learned how to talk to people, customer service oh, yeah. for years. I know how to email for years. So customer service, e making sure that I message everyone back, like mm -hmm. things like that. But also I had to learn a balance of like, I would get an email at three o'clock in the morning and answer it and I'm right. like wait what about my time exactly. so I had to learn like little way. things like that of like wake up in the morning wake yourself up have a routine and then get to work right, like exactly. they can people can wait like you know you wouldn't yeah. be at a regular job doing that so exactly. don't make that your life now so yeah it's just a lot of balance not for sure so we spoke about the celebrities we spoke about your favorite pop-up what is your favorite moment out of all of this everything you've done up until today you know working for yourself being a creative going to New York, having your friends support you. Like, what's like, what are you most proud of in your career? I'm most proud of the fact that I, my, what I'm doing has brought so many people together. Mm -hmm. So like what I enjoy, like I tell my friends all the time, my friends are very important to me. Um, my family is too, but my friends are my family. Right. Um, I've had, I've been, I've battled mental illness, I've battled self-care, I've battled suicidal thoughts. Like I battled all those things. And I will always say like my friends, they're the reason why I'm here. They're the reason why I live. I want to be a vessel for them to grow and be inspired. And so every time I have a pop-up, we're all here. Mm -hmm. Like before, when I'm working, they're working. Like no one ever came together and said, what, go out, you know? Right. So things like that. My birthday, having a, um, I bought a townhouse and like, literally it's my birthday and I'm throwing a dinner for my friends. Right. Like I'm literally doing everything because this is what it's about. Um, my idol is Tyler Creator. So I just like really studied how he, treats his friends like I want to get my friends paid however how whatever chance I can I want like us to travel I want us to do things and that's I I like those qualities and mm -hmm. like that's what it's about it's not about like me stunting or being like it's about like building this lifestyle of inspiring my friends to want to do things my family want to do things and stuff so I think overall like seeing that oh sh she's from where we from yeah. and she's doing it she's going after her dreams like that's like the biggest thing because i didn't expect this either yeah but it's like yeah you gotta take a risk see that's one of my biggest motivations is that um seeing people that look like me being successful at doing whatever they want to do right like we talk about celebrities is cool but people that i know that came from the same walks mm -hmm. of our life that struggled the same ways i struggle and to see them be successful like that was really motivates me with no bad energy yeah. no i really don't move with like hate and I just move with good intention and right. love. And I know a lot of people probably think, you know, oh, she must know somebody or mm. she must do this. Or, it's because she's pretty. Like, just know I move with love and that love always comes back. I don't, I believe in karma. I believe Not in fair. putting good energy out there. I be, like, I, that's just how I am. So I feel like a lot of that, like, obviously has been put back into my life. I've been through hell and back. Nah, <laughs> hell and back. A lot of people have no idea. I think I told my friend, one of my friends, one of my newer friends, like some stories, and she was like, I would have never thought never you was did. going through this while you was modeling, like, yeah. you know, things like that. And I'm like, yeah, and now we could we could talk about it on another, like another topic, but I'm, when I say I understand, I truly understand. When I say I don't, I really don't, but I'm mm -hmm. willing to. So yeah, I'm very, yeah, I'm Man. just, I just be chilling. 
<laughs> that's what's I saying. really just be chilling. Your whole vibe, though. Your whole vibe. So, to end this, what I really want you to do is I want you to speak directly to the audience. Um, as a creative, as an entrepreneur, mm-hmm. as, you know, as a superwoman, I'm going to call you, mm-hmm. just give other creative women one piece of advice to keep them going. You know, we live in a time where, you know, it's all about sharing information and value. And sometimes people are struggling. They don't have a tribe mm-hmm. like you have. They may not have the information. So, what would you tell any creative um any woman out there to help them keep going and to inspire them to follow their dreams like you did. And when I always when I get this question, I always like reference back to what I would tell myself, like my depressed self, my mental health self, my self care self of like not knowing my lost self, because I know a lot of people feel like that. And I would just say to just believe in yourself, no matter what, no matter what noise is around you, no matter your insecurities, but also have that circle of support. Like I can say, oh, I, I just believed in myself and I did it. I had people around me that 100% supported me through everything. Um, and just just do it. If it don't work, it don't work. Mm-hmm. If it works, it works. It's fine, but be genuine about it too. A lot of people, they want to create something, but really what's your why? And one thing that I always like go back down to is when I leave this earth, what do I have? What do I have? What did I leave behind? And that was like a really big thing for me was like really trying to understand my purpose. So really dig deep and find your purpose and what you want to what you want to leave behind. Like, what do you want to be known for? And that's it. A lot of people want this quick, fast. Like, I just want to be known for this real quick. Or I just want to. And they wonder why things don't last or stick or it falls off or it fades away. It's because that's not really where your heart is. And so sometimes you got to be the weirdo. The one that's not going with the crowd, that's finding your own path, and that own path is going to lead you to your happiness. That's amazing. Well said. Yeah. That's amazing. You guys heard it here first in Cosign Conversations. Thank you, Taylor Thank Nicole, you. for your time. It was a great Co-sign. episode. I learned so much. Um, inspired, motivated. Yay. This is somebody I look up to doing her thing. So, as always, please continue to Cosign Life, and we out. Hey guys, what's good? Thanks for supporting Cosign Magazine by watching this video. If you really enjoy this content, please subscribe, like, comment, and share.